This episode of the Unsettled Hunter podcast features a discussion between myself, Chris Hendershot, and Ruben Komengopik from Pond Inlet, Nunavut. The core of this episode focuses on issues raised during and after a trip that Ruben and I took to Ile de Madeleine in the Gulf of St. Lawrence in April 2017. The purpose of the trip was to gain a better understanding of the commercial seal hunt on the island. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Ruben Anton Komangapik. I'm originally from, um, I was actually born in Frobisher Bay NWT, which is obsolete now in on the map of Canada. Um, now, now that we had a referendum on April 1st, which is kind of like a joke, I guess, uh, April Fool's Day, 1999, it became um, Cool. <laughs> so, the reason that we're talking in our lovely office here today at York University is because about a month and a half ago, uh, we've been trying to do this for a while. We've both been avoiding it, maybe. Uh. <laughs> no, just just too much work on yeah. both sides. Oh, yeah, you've been busier than me. Yeah. Um, is that we took a trip to the Ile de Madeleine to uh, do some research and talk to people who were doing some seal hunting. Um, would you? It was your idea because you had been there before a couple times, right? Yeah, um, I thought it was really important that we we went there because um, I find it really important that the activity of seal hunting is seen by from the inside other otherwise which have been shown to the rest of the world by the animalist and Greenpeace Greenpeace were the first ones and they actually agreed to it because at that time when they they agreed to it. The seal population was really dwindling, and there was no um, borders for the international community. So they had all free will of going to go hunt the seals. So, so the the Greenpeace did a really awesome job, but what they did not do was to say that they. They achieved what they wanted to do, but they just quietly just left it. And another group of people came in and and took over, basically, against the seal hunt. So all the images that and all the knowledge that the the world knows basically is from from them. So. When I first saw it on TV, um, the method of killing the animal was pretty, even to my eye, very, um, very aggressive. Um, because I've been the first seal I caught, I killed. I was three years old, and right after you kill it, we we are taught not to cut it open right away, give it time to die. 
to give it respect today. So seeing that was uh, really big shocking and I thought that was uh, something to investigate. So to me, from experiencing that shock as a, as a person from the north, as a, as a person as an original, um, I don't like to say my people, I guess I could say our brand, my brand of human. Um, I think it was really important that I I showed this, and because I am work currently working on a video of this trip, so to to show exactly what is going on from their point of view, I think is was my number one um, objective of this trip. Yeah. So we were there for about, we were over 10 days and we were hoping to do a whole bunch of different stuff, including, <coughs> including get out on the ocean. The ocean didn't really cooperate, nor did the seals seem to be cooperating. Presumptively, they were following the fish stocks around and we didn't actually see any. Um, I don't think that meant the trip was, I think that actually helped the trip a little because we got to talk to a lot more people than necessarily uh, go out. Uh, maybe that's just me because I'm not a sea person, and so I prefer to stay on the land. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it was interesting because I hadn't, I mean, I've never, I had gone seal hunting to the flow edge a year ago in, in, a, in a glue lick, but this was, uh, I'm not going to say much nicer. I'm going to say slightly warmer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> go for, you know, get to go for a walk on a beach. That's a little. Getting the SUV stuck. Yeah. Yeah. We did that too. Yeah. We, well, <laughs> just don't drive. Just don't, the white sand does not, that's not, the good, <laughs> that's not the good sand to go on. No. Um, Next time you go, stay on the darker sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was a really awesome trip because it it's it was a good thing because I've been there before with the Migma from Gaskabigia. Um I think it was the year 2012 or 13. I I think it was 12. And it, I got a chance to meet the locals there. So even though we did not have a chance to do the activities of actually catching the seals and in the methods of how legally it's done there um, I was able to get some some footages from that trip that Leon's has, has was filming so and he filmed all the steps which is really um, the most important thing when you're gonna do sealing activities down here in the south mainly in the Gulf of St. Laurent, they really need to follow rules. So at the same time, I, it was a really good experience because we got to meet all kinds of other people from around the islands, which is surprisingly pretty big. The, yeah. The first time I was there, I thought it, it seemed smaller that time because of I guess we actually went out there and stayed basically in the town and 
where we were staying, but it's actually a pretty big island. Yeah, we didn't even go north. Yeah, we did not even go to the English no, part. We stayed away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just didn't have the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty awesome because we got to meet um, um, Ioannis, which is I met him at the first trip. He was really new to the ceiling, and this time around, he he became like. Um, really involved, even produced a book. Um, he went to Nunavut, Labrador, um, Newfoundland, and Nunavik, and also in the Magdalen Island to to film with a camera the activities, how they do the sealing. So it was really neat to see him this time around because he, he seemed like a... Um, a seal hunter now and he he it was pretty cool because he he knew about how we do it so and we and we even got um to meet the fisheries and ocean guy yeah that was that was an interesting experience because we tried because you had because you're the one who had introduced um the licensing issue which i had no idea about yeah i mean i did before we went but with your the digital storytelling video yeah you'd done too much prior and so then you had had the you had done it for your first trip right? yeah in and 2012 and then we had to go but then it took we were there arrived on a wednesday yeah and we didn't get a license i mean we there's there wasn't we weren't beating down their door, but it took took about five or six days to yeah. clarify what we what we could actually do. That is pretty pretty unjust for for someone that really is into wanting to capture seals for let's say food. That 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 to me is kind of um, kind of unjust. The Canadian system they should have it really easy for people to access this thing, the seal, seal license, because it's really imposed, remember? Yeah. Do you remember the, the steps that were like really clear? Do you remember the steps? The three steps? Yeah. Yeah. You should explain it. No. <laughs> now you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, you're the one that had to learn it too, so. Yeah, well, I didn't do the actual course, so I'm not licensed. We have to... St- this is still called uh, Department of Fisheries and Oceans and figure out when I can do that. Okay, but I, I think give it a shot off, anyways. Off, off the top of my head, I yeah. believe the first step is you shoot it. Is that, I don't know the exact yeah. three, but you shoot it and that is in the head. Yeah. Unlike other mammals or uh, like land mammals and other forms of hunting, which at and least down south prefer do, to shoot it remember, through the lungs and heart. Oh, but, sorry. Do you remember what kind of bullets you're supposed to use on well there's a huge there's a huge list of which ones you're yeah allowed to use it has to it can't be like 22s aren't allowed because they're too fast basically the bullet has to hit with enough power that it blows the head yeah open so it ends all to fire and yeah center fire no rim fire no there's a there's a whole list that i did get yeah from you and it's quite a 
But it doesn't even look like it's updated because it doesn't even have any of the new calibers on there. No, so it, it's, that's that's another thing that's really in just for the seal hunters of of even even if you're any anywhere from Canada and you go there and that's your main objective is that you want to acquire seals. Let's say. Um, Let's use a moose or deer as an example. It's really easy. You have a, you have your license for rifle, and then you go to a place, game place, and you can easily access the license to kill the, the animal, just like this, which yeah. is completely opposite of the sealing. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You get your firearms license, you get your hunting license, then you buy the tag really and, and then and then you have to go with someone that knows how yeah on top of it well if you want to be successful <laughs> i mean like, remember that you Dep- yeah it depends but province by province too. yeah but in terms of the seal it's confusing because yeah part of it's because it's regulated oceans are regulated federally but you, well you need the federal license and at least in quebec then you need the in the, in the north, the, the oceans are federally regulated also. Yeah. But because we've been dealing with this animal and we've been dealing it since beginning of time, we have our own methods. But down here, I, I find it it's, it's really great that they have the, those methods imposed. Because imagine if someone just coming off from big city, let's say, from a different province that never been sealing, and they have no idea what they're doing. Imagine the kind of um, things that they would do to the animal. Yeah, that's true. So, but the the negative of it is that how regulated it is and how hard it is to acquire. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it's ironic in the sense that, the, well, especially in terms of the um, anti-sealers, that the method, the method and the three-step method is the legal way, and yeah. it's mandated to do that for, yeah. quote-unquote, a humane kill. Um, similarly, the licensing system is, um, a licensing system is necess- or n- not necessary, but it is a good thing, because as you say, it prevents people who don't know what they're doing from going out doing it but yeah as we discovered it's not particularly easy to get the license which is and which is a problem especially for well-experienced hunters yeah it's and even with the people that remember they were saying that even them they have to um, renew their license and if they don't they lose it yeah the professional ones because i wasn't clear that they were that's they another, weren't they weren't even issuing new professional yeah and for, that's for another, commercial purposes yeah, yeah and that's another really big downfall for these people because that's part of their life that's part of their food and and I'm sure you learned that the activities they do in the Magdalen Island is not for the seal pelts yeah if there is a market for it, then then there would be. It's not like um, in the north where um, you're taught as an early age that you can take care of the seal skins. So um, they they need money to 
to hire to deal with this, this stuff. So if there's no market for it, it's just going to go back into the ocean. And it's pretty ironic that that these anti-sealing people, what you see with their picket signs is they're catching it for the seal skins. Yeah. And what were we eating for 10 days? Seal meat. Except one day. Yeah, yeah. So if Still do, seafood. Yeah. I don't think we had, uh, I don't think we didn't eat any, <laughs> didn't eat any cattle or chickens or. Nope. There might have been some bacon mixed in there, one, one of the meals. Probably. But, uh, but everything was from, and local too. Yeah. Like from the waters around the islands. Yeah, yeah. It was all, all from there. So, and that's the big injustice for these people is that to me, this is their culture, and doesn't matter if they're white, pink, black, or purple. They are Magdalenos, and they've been there since the day they were put there by the British people because they weren't able to capture seals. They didn't have know the technology, um, and that basically is their main red red meat source as as i was saying it's surprisingly big but at the same time it's really small yeah and not all the land is farmable no and the wind sweeps across it <laughs> yeah so pretty easy so it's pretty to me it's pretty sad that the whole world looks down upon these people for for their um, culture, because I see culture there. They're pretty much like any other place I've been to in small communities in Nunavut. Like basically, yeah, they they have culture, and sealing is part of their culture, which is really sad that. They are losing a lot of um, things, like not being able to acquire seal hunting commercial. Yeah. And also, what really surprised me is the limits that they have to comply with. Certain seals, like the hooded seal, are not allowed to catch yeah. it at any stage. I think it's six a year yeah, for but, personal use. But this is just um, both uh, harp seal and the gray seal. Yeah. That's it. And everything else is off limits. So if they accidentally catch, a, um, let's say, a, a different species, which is hard to really know when they're kind of far or in the water uh, and then they have to pay the penalties which is uh, to me it's like um, pretty unjust for them they need to eat too and and like you were saying they're only allowed to harvest six and it doesn't matter if it's harp seal or gray seal yeah six total yeah in one year so yeah, <laughs> we can 
And that started by you asking me uh, if I could do the three-step process. And we only got one step. So uh, yeah. maybe <laughs> we should probably go through that because hopefully, hopefully people who are, the people that I'm hoping who are listening to this have no idea what the three-step process is, let alone yeah. thought about seal hunting as a, a viable source of food and also as a uh, culturally rich activity. Um, so yeah, the first, let me let me try to go back. And yeah. Please uh, tell me when I'm wrong because I'm going to be okay. close to wrong. I'll, so you, I'll, I have the general. You started off with a when you shoot him in the head with, with a center fire with a center fire caliber enough to blow the blow the brains out to yeah. uh, end all uh, like central nervous activity essentially. Yeah. Lights out. Lights out. Yeah. So then you get it, depending on if it's on an ice floe or if it's on a beach. Then you use your hack a pick which we can talk about later about yeah. how we made those. Um, even but we if, didn't make them. Ha- you made the harpoons, but... Um, even even if it doesn't have a brain, you still yeah, have Yeah, you to... still have to... And then you have to use the hackapick to make sure that that brain is no longer uh, operating. So yeah. there's no... So you still have to hit it even though if it has no yeah. brain. Yeah. Even and if then you... finally check. Yeah, and then check. Yeah. And then you slice the two main arteries along the... the Underbelly, or not the under, right? Yeah, along the right, side. Right. I'm, I'm doing the visual motion. Yeah, no one can see this. So, uh, so you open it from the chin down to the chest and cut the main arteries under the arms. Yeah, armpits. And, and then you whip out your stopwatch. Yeah, because you have to wait a minute. Yeah, and it has to be a minute. Yeah, anything less, and you can be charged. Because they told us a story. Yeah. Of you, a couple people, some so older. So you you either go to jail or pay access fine. Yeah, or or the ones. What was the one story about the the, old, the uh, long the long time uh, seal yeah. hunter who yeah. went before the judge and the judge just just dismissed the case because yeah. he, he was like this is ridiculous. But that it, it's good. To, I mean, it is. It's no joke. Like it is a minute, and yeah. there are, and that like that 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 seal hunter was dinged by the dfo yeah because they said he didn't wait a minute yeah and at the same and that bleed and that still let it bleed out so then that there's no cardiovascular yeah completely activity. gone yeah blood so yeah. then it's dead at that point yeah and is that the three steps and then you manipulate it yeah and then you uh, cut it up field dress it or break it down whatever yeah. word you want to use yeah cut it up yeah yeah that's... and then depending on if there's if the pelts are worth it, you keep the pelt, or if you want it, yeah. keep the pelt. And, yeah. But as you said, the pelts, there's really no market for it, so not for them anymore. They tend to just throw it back in the ocean. Yeah, which is really really ironic <laughs> by all this anti-seal yeah. campaigns. Like they really need to learn learn the real real thing about this animal. Um, if they really love animals, they should start looking at animals that are not endangered. And these people, they know what they're doing. And they are f- complying with the, with the laws of Canada, which they agreed to it. And these Magdalenos, they love this animal. They love it so much that they eat it. Yeah. And they don't abuse it. They are given a quota. 
by the Quebec government because they're under the Quebec province and how much they can harvest and it's scientifically proven that there are X amount of seals. So the last time I, I heard it was 7.3 million. So if they're, if these people are gonna, they are loving the animal the wrong way in my mind. Um, plain and simple. Definitely the big thing on that is the is that the the seal is used as a as a campaign issue as opposed but then not focusing on like actual endangered yeah. animals like caribou yeah yeah <laughs> really and and other species around the world let's let's use the frogs yeah the frogs are really the ones that really need help right now is in my mind um, because they're, they're going to give us ways to make new medicine, etc. And they're part of the big ecosystem of all these forests. And if it's gone, these forests are going to die. Yeah. So what they're doing is the opposite of, of loving the seal the right way. Yeah. Um, it's those big dumb eyes on those seals. They, they didn't have those. Yeah, the frogs have big dumb eyes too. Yeah, but not the same. But they're they're cute. They're, they're, they're amphibians, not mammals. So yeah, they, but they're as cute as that's true. Shoes. They're cute. But the thing <laughs> the thing that they're doing and just to the animal that they love is that they're overpopulating now and not not giving their fellow human being the rights of what they they know it's they're not abusing the system. They know what they're doing. They, first of all, they hunt it for food. Um, and it, it's even, even uh, let's use agriculture as an example. You don't even have to feed them. So there's no carbon yeah, attached to it. Plus also the water. You don't have to damage any water system. So these are animals that are free until they die. They're, they're going to die anyway. And, and the way they're loving it is that they're going to make, make really ha havoc of the ecosystem of the St. Laurent, plus the rest of the waters of Canada, overpopulation. And even the fish stocks are, are hurting big time which um so i think they should start um saving the art the cod yeah if they really want to <laughs> save a species because the species doesn't need saving at this point of time greenpeace did a good job with them they they made their mandate was because at that point of time they were endangered because of all the nations of this world were coming to that region because there were no borders at that time. And then Canada made a border and the method of killing was, was imposed, they, they complied. So now I don't see the point of these people. Uh, <laughs> and at the same time, um, 
they're using these images of these people and not educating the the mass of people why they do it this way. Yeah. As an example, I'm Eskimo and to me to see that method is pretty shocking. Um, I didn't know that there's this three-step program that they have to follow. I did not know DFO is up in the air watching the whole activities. I've seen it. It's it's really not a game. To the point it feels like I'm in a video game. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's amazing how these people have are still going at it. Um, in spite of all these drawbacks, because they are hunting it for food. Yeah. Plain and simple. And and like I said, they have culture too. And, and this should be recognized in my mind that this group of people in the Magdalene Island, they also too have a culture just like us because we're dealing with it basically the same animal and at this point of time we're not regulated at this certain animal let's use um, narwhals that's regulated and we comply because we do love the animal just because we harvest it and eat it doesn't mean we hate it so my point is that this world should recognize that these people do have a culture, which um, usually it's so easy to wipe it out because now we live in 2017, anything down under the north of 60 that uh, any rural town down here doesn't have a culture. But this group of people, they do have a culture. And they started off this island as hunting seals. So I, I really do believe they should be recognized as a people of culture. Yeah. And hunting too, because wasn't the trip, one of the trips you, before ours, um, your earlier trips to the island, wasn't one of them to its, uh, to, uh, kind of bridge or relations between uh, the Migma and the Magdalenos <laughs> to for to show that it that the the water was being used as a pushback against drilling. Yeah, that that's what sparked it up. Was um, <clears throat> I was living in the Bay de Shalar, and the government wanted to do some off off. Uh, in the ocean drilling. So the the reserve close to where I live is Gaskabigia, which is in the Bay de Shalar. They, they invited a few people from around, let's say New Brunswick, and also Magdalene Island, Nova Scotia, and a few other people from different reserves to, to do a, a walk protest and to do speeches to educate, to say why we should not do it. So, so of course the government always goes, yeah, 
your your original people, but if you don't utilize this part of the your country, who are you to say? So the Magdalenos invited the the Gascabigia and I was very fortunate to be part of it, the the expedition, let's say. And at the first time I was invited by the um, Gaskibigia community, I was I was going to show them how we do it, how how we manipulate it, how how we deal with the animal. And um, it's funny I had to take that course too. <laughs> Here I am, I don't know how many hundred seals afterwards, and I, I had to learn the three-step program. And anyways, once we went there, because I was in a commercial setting, I had I was not allowed to do it the way I know, the way I was taught back home. So that's how we went. Um, so... It's pretty ironic because the Mi'kmaq from Gaskabigia, they haven't hunted seals for 300 some odd years. And it was the Magdalenos were taught, they were Akkadians, they, they were taught by the Mi'kmaq. And at that time it was really awesome, I got to see them give it back. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. the ceiling back to them. So that was quite the experience, and and it was really weird because there was the DFO up there, up in a the helicopter, really watching. But the thing that um, I was cool with it was that the seal was shot first, and. Because the ice was so so um, unsafe, sometimes we were able to hop out, do the hecapic thing, but it was not safe to do the open it right away. So it gave the chance for it to die, to get to the to the boat, which was in my mind pretty cool because that was like back home basically, and then have to do the three steps on the boat and and it's pretty kind of weird because we didn't really want to do it on the ice because there might be other helicopters up there right um <laughs> because it it does happen they they have i don't know how many thousand dollar cameras that can <laughs> focus like 30 kilometers up in the air to my sit on my nose you know, and see what colors it I have. So, which was pretty sad because we had, we were forced to put the seal on the boat and do the activities there, which is pretty unsafe too. You're you're using knives that are like razor sharp, and you have to deal with the animal. Yeah. So, it's quite the quite quite a way to hunt seals. Yeah, they could take some of that money for helicopters and buy the pelts. <laughs> or take that money and save the, the the true animals that need to be saved and 
these animals, they have to, if they really love this animal, they should really get educated so they're loving the animal the right way. And the way they are doing it, they're really hurting the animal and the, the water surrounded and the food that they eat, the shortage that's happening. And because the ceiling is basically really down now, who's feeding all the food the seals eat? Mm. So they always talk about how the white man, the white man is such a wasteful um, person in the sealing industry. They don't take everything back, which to me, I don't see it that way because they also are feeding the ocean. So um, in my mind, these evil white people are not evil at all because they're giving back to the system. And some people are not able to see that they are doing a really good, good thing. Let's use the blood, for instance, is good for the microbes. Mm -hmm. What are they called again? Um, like plankton or yeah. algae or yeah. they, other very small and, organisms? Yeah, they, and they're like plants, right? Some of them, yeah. Yeah, not plank totally sure. plankton is, a, is like a plant. It, it needs fertilizing. So um, all the stuff that that is not able to be human consumption in a in a commercial setting because of of the contamination of the meat. Some part is not able to be put in in certain bins. So when it goes back into the ocean, to me it's not a waste because it's going back in the system, and then it goes back to the the seal again that yeah. they love so much. <laughs> Because they're loving it wrong, now, now they're basically they're going to be starving, and at the same time the human factor's going to hurt. By doing this, we're going to have to rely more on farming. We're going to destroy more of the land, and they don't put that into yeah. Don't cow shit in the ocean. Well, I mean, like no, no, that's what's going to yeah happen. Well, I mean. Like, it's the amount of seal, the the fish that a seal, seal harvests, it's unbelievable, especially if there's 7.3 million. And that's a, that's a known number. Mm -hmm. It might even be more now because that's like um, two, three years ago numbers. And they just multiply. They're just... They're just growing in numbers, and you were saying I was part of the hunt that time. With you should have seen the amount of seals that were out there. It was like just complete. We we're going through the the ice flows and just all around us, and we we had a quota of three hundred or even more. I don't remember exactly because it's been a while, but we only harvested 75, I think, because we wanted to know if if the people accept it. So, right, yeah. Because it, it's they haven't been doing it for a while. 
But for me to see that, it was pretty shocking also, like the amount of seals that are out there. Just one group of seals, and that time it was harp seals. And also, I live in the Bay de Shalar, the gray seals. That is raining havoc of, of the salmon of the eastern part of of Canada and even them are they're they're even protected now to the the salmon so because of the animalist action because of their ignorance they think they're loving the animal right but they're doing it wrong they should really educate themselves before they start protesting against people they're hurting not just the human factor, they're hurting the nature factor too, which is really, in my mind, really um, stupid. Let's <laughs> use that word, really stupid. If you're going to go around talking about how this and this and this, especially to another human being, um, to me, that's really stupid. Because first of all, these people, they know what they're doing. They love the animal. This is part of their life. And for someone that has absolutely no idea and saying they love the animal, and, and most of the time they show images of uh, baby seals being killed and stuff like that, that's not even the case for the longest time. Yeah. And at the same time, because of that, imagine the the mother of the baby, the amount of food it needs to to eat for it to sustain itself, plus its baby. So, you know, um, I have no hatred towards these people that are really ignorant. I am just saying that it's stupid to be ignorant to say you love this animal. So if you love this animal, love it the right way. Good point. I like, I like how that's said. Yeah. On a, on a more positive note, the one thing that, because uh, we couldn't, once we realized that there were no seals and that the ocean was too rough and we weren't yeah. getting out, we decided to shift a little and do a little... Uh, do a little technology exchange yeah. process. I, th I think that was a quite fun. Yeah, that, I didn't partake because I don't have the the, the craftsmanship skills. But, but uh, you watched. Yeah, I did watch. So uh, that's the number one way to start yeah. getting educated. Yeah, <laughs> you filmed a bit. I filmed, yeah, but I didn't. Uh, so um, we made uh, two harpoons and two hackapicks. Yeah, which is pretty really awesome because. Um, Hakapik is is from no Norway. It's a Norwegian um, technology, and it's a really nice tool to use in that that part of the world because usually you're not on stable ice, so it has a big gaff hook thing. So if you fall in the water, you can hoist yourself back. So traditionally, the Magdalene also use use clubs and. And now we we got the chance to 
to learn how to make it. And even that one has regulations. Yeah. Like the weight of the hook, the weight of the hammer part, the weight of of where it touches. Yeah, the length the, of the, yeah, the stick. Yeah. So, the handle, I guess, is really what it is. Yeah, so, so it was pretty cool. And then Ioannis, because he have seen hunting methods up in the northern Quebec and Nunavut, he he was really eager and really wanted our technology because a lot of the times the you know when you shoot them especially with the high caliber that they have in the water when you shoot it it completely opens them up so it sinks so he was really happy that we were able to to give the harpoon technology from from what I learned from Pond Inlet, the the shape of the the harpoon head to the tying of onto a shaft, and I didn't want to use wood because these this ones was for let's say sinking ones, so they could go as really deep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if they've used them yet? Um, Johannes, he's gonna he called me, but. Currently now he's in Montreal. Oh yeah, getting that. ready for some kind of uh, photo exhibition, oh. and he's working on uh, something. I should not say because it's okay. He's the one should that should say it. <laughs> so it was really awesome that to do this because back in I don't know what year with Kudlakjuk expedition. A group of people from my region traveled all the way to the top of Greenland, the most extreme, extremist known settlement of Inuit. And when they met them, they didn't have that technology anymore. So hmm. they they showed them. So my great-great-grandpa, Kumangapik, was part of the exhibition expedition, and he taught this to them. So... It's pretty ironic. I did the opposite. I went, <laughs> I went down to a group of people that because also the Greenlandic they manipulated these animals only in the winter time. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they they, did, they lost technology to deal them in, the, in spring and hmm. summer. So I don't know exactly the technology that was given, but the idea of the peop- the brand of people I'm from giving the technology to the north and now it's 2017 I had the privilege of giving my knowledge from the same group of people to the south <laughs> which is pretty cool and now they're going to have a better chance of catching the seal because they love it so much. They don't yeah. want to waste the animal. Yeah, certainly they, don't want to lose it. They, they're they not there to just... Um, they're, they're not barbarians. They're not crazy people. They, they are hunting for food. So I'm really happy that I was able to give this technology to the Magdalenos. So 
as soon as I find out, I'll give you some news. Yeah, yeah, we should. Hopefully, there's a get a picture, if not a, a video of that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I I, I asked. Yeah, I asked him to. Or not cool, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I uh, I wanted him to to document it. So I even gave. It wasn't just Ioannis. Also, it was with Claude. He's an artist, pretty awesome guy. He also does. He was a, pretty happy. Yeah, he's. He he's, might have even been more happy than Ioannis, yeah, I think. Both of them were. <laughs> yeah. re- both of them were really, really happy because both of them are really active in the seal hunt. So now, I'll hear pretty soon for sure because now. I heard that the gray seals are there. They're back. Yeah. So they're I'm sure they're gonna have to restock their their butcher shop. Which is pretty Well we we uh, we, did, <laughs> we did our best to uh, Yeah, we <laughs> ate a lot eat of seals. Them, eat them out of eat them out of their stock. <laughs> yeah, it was so good, like um it was so it was so amazing. Um that we were eating seals that were caught by white people. <laughs> they still tasted delicious. Well, it <laughs> yeah. still tastes the same yeah. animal, but not as bloody. Right. Because yeah. the, the, the drainage of yeah. the blood. Um, yeah. So, to me, it's funny that these people are the most evilest white people in the world. In my mind, they're not. Um, there's other more eviler people in this world. 